sounds in my stream haven't I well look <laughs> okay so okay. very intimate well here we go we'll start the show off with a harp welcome everyone to the architecture social special about interviews and how to be sublime when interviewing online this was one of the topics that we covered last year and next week we were going to talk about interviews but I thought it would be really good to start off with talking about online interviews because especially until we return to work most of everyone's interviews are going to be online you know they're going to be completely online you're going to be you're not it's very unlikely you're going to be meeting someone in the park at two meters right now to get a job interview you're probably going to be doing an interview remotely on teams on zoom and it's a very different art form than a traditional interview but the 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 main thing is you need to instill and have the same conversation that would have impressed and you would get the job in person but you need to do that online so well Let's pretend we're online now. Uh, what, are what are you online. clicking on? First thing when you're in the interview, don't click. You've got to have the person's attention. So, okay. Absolutely. So let's, Im- let's imagine we're in the interview right now. We've got me and Will. First thing is, you find out you've got an interview. It's amazing news. Well done. Enjoy the moment. But then you find out it's going to be on Zoom or Team. First thing is, find out what platform you're going to be using and my top tip the first top tip when you find out you've got an online interview make sure you know how it works beforehand because zoom's pretty straightforward teams can be quite intricate i i don't personally like using uh, microsoft teams you need to work this all out because what i want to cover today is not just what you say in in the online interview what i've learned is and what we've all learned from doing all these online stuff it's like now Look at the camera I've got. I've bought a better camera. I've got it eye height and I've got actual natural lighting. You see this reflection in in the in my painting back there? That's because I've got lights. So that may look a bit more airbrushed. And what I'm trying to do is all these little things add for a more pleasant experience. The fact that my camera's looking out the window, it's all these subliminal stuff. And also what I should be doing, which I haven't done well, is that when I'm speaking to the camera, I deliberately try to put the stream closer to the eye line of the camera. Because really, when you're in an interview, you want to have some shape or form of eye contact. Think about all the meetings, all the Zooms that you've seen online. People will kind of have their laptop and they will be looking down here. And while we're talking, well, you'll talk to me now and I'll be like, oh, yeah, that's great. And that's so unengaging compared to looking at the camera, speaking dead on and having a conversation. So number one, the thing that you want to do with online interviews is you want to, as much as possible, emulate a real conversation in real life. Okay, that's the number one thing. So going back to what I talked about before, how do you make this feel real and natural? So 
you need to be familiar with the software because the first thing that's going to detract from the sense of real is if I enter the interview and my microphone doesn't work because I haven't set it up or the sound is sound isn't good because suddenly the sound is not coming through my microphone here it's coming through my camera and you can't hear me well that's going to interfere so the number one thing is in an online interview just as much as the actual content of what you're doing you need to make sure that the interviewer the person that is making the hiring decision is not distracted they're not distracted and if anything you want to make them impressed with your setup. Now, that sounds bizarre because no one is going to hire you based upon the camera that you have. But subliminally, I think, and this is my theory, if everything looks good, if everything sounds good, and you're able to build a rapport, and that's the key word in the interview, I guarantee you, you will stick out for the better in their memory when they come into the hiring decision. Okay, so part number one of our talk will get the tech set up and use the tech to your advantage. So what are we talking about here? Let's go through it together, Will. So yep. when you've got your interview, we've got to find out whether that's on Teams or Zoom. Okay, you find that out. Then you get up your interviewing room ready. Okay, you you make sure it's quiet. You make sure the door's shut. You make sure that Amazon delivery doesn't come. And if it does, you make sure that they can't hear you on the interview. You need to make sure all the distractions not there because that will detract from the interview. If you're a parent and you've got kids, that's fine. No problem. But try your best, you know, get your granny or anyone that's within your safety bubble to take care of your kids for the hour. Because the last thing you want to do is to get distracted. And the last thing you want to do is for the interviewer to be distracted. So we got to think about how we can engineer this room so it's like the perfect stage. Okay. So understanding the software, we talked about that. You're going to get your computer. You're going to make sure there's no problems. You're going to install a browser. You're going to make sure your drivers are not in. Because remember, Will, once me and you, when we started doing this, the first time we ever did it a year ago, do you remember the first time yes. we went live? We never prepared properly. And an hour, even half an hour before, we had technical problems. And in the end, you signed on. Okay, no problem. And we went on with the show. But imagine that stress before an interview. It's going to completely throw you off. So have a trial test with your auntie, your friend, whoever it is, your mom, your dad, and get on the Zoom and do a um, uh, do a mock-up interview. But I'm not on about interview questions such as what Reba stages you're on. I'm on about, uh, Will, does this camera position look good? And move in that and go, Will, do I sound better now? Or the, And you get everything. So it's clean, uh, clear and concise. So you can see that my microphone is actually in front of me here. I should really put it more here because what you want to do is you want to speak in towards microphone so it's legible, it's clear. Okay, and you want the eye contact as well. So really, in an interview, I want to try as much as possible when answering questions to look at the camera because suddenly there's a rapport there. And try and smile all the time. Remind yourself you're smiling, you're smiling because you need to be the best person possible. You need to present yourself in the best light. What you don't want to do is have the camera 
double chin level on the lap on the lap on the Mac, you know. And what also webcams on laptops they tend to be a bit old school. It is worth investing in a webcam. Think of it this way: it's going to cost you a little bit of money, but if you buy lighting, and if you buy and you can buy lighting on Amazon. Very, very cheap. You can buy LEDs and a stand for £30. So we're not talking anything expensive, Will. But I want everyone here, and we're all architects, so you understand how to uh, manipulate a room for the best effect. So we want fast internet, right? Make sure you're not on the wide. Try to plug in, if you can, yeah. to, um, to a wired connection. Plug in an Ethernet. Try not to be on the wireless. And make sure that your flatmate or your family is not downloading at the same time so the speed's there. Once the speed's there and you've got the room quiet, get the lighting, if you can, better. So look at stuff like these LED lights. Okay. One tip I've, um, I've found is that rather than buying a whole a new webcam set up, like, uh, because ultimately they've got the, the prices inflated as of lockdown because everyone was getting them. What I did myself is that I utilized the current technology I have. So I had a, I had a good mobile phone and I am actually using my mobile phone now as my webcam oh. and it has its own light on it as well. So that's integrated. I don't know if I paid for the app or not but if i did it was no more than 10 pounds and you basically convert it into a webcam um and it gives a much better quality it's not like yours steven at all yours is a very good camera quality but yeah, it's a but lot i spent I, I spent 700 quid on a camera so yeah. you know that's probably the crazy end but i did that because we live stream all the time Absolutely. but i gotta be honest you're right that your camera right now looks great and the other thing i like is that maybe mine's a little bit too high so i'm going to maybe lower that down in the future but with yours will yeah. you're looking at me as if we're talking in a table so um yeah I also got myself a little stand, a little flexi arm stand to actually put hold the camera in. I think that was twenty pounds, but it's going to be a lot cheaper than buying a new, than a new like uh, just as good quality camera. In my yeah. opinion, it's actually worth considering. You don't have to go spend a hundred pounds on something new. You can utilize your current technology, um, and that's what I did. If you don't have the money available, um, or if your preference is different, so that's, yeah. that'd be my advice. Um, I think it's great. And, and it's really interesting because we will talk about a few things you can say in the interview. But what's really interesting in online interviews, uh, half of it is about the execution as much as the content, much more than in person. Because in person, you would bring your CV and portfolio. And you, as long as you dress nicely and you present well, and you know, you put a bit of deodorant on and all this stuff, and you generally, and you get to the office on time, you are fine. And we'll cover that next week because yeah. people will be returning to offices. But in this, it is so, so, so much more important to get right the execution, the finesse product. And what you will notice is, Whenever you've had a Zoom call uh, or you have an interview, people often will not compliment on when things are correct. So um, successful lighting and a good camera, it might not get noticed, but what everyone does do is call out when the camera is awful or in particular, how many Zoom calls have we all been in our jobs or anything? And you just go, I couldn't hear a word of what that guy was saying. The connection was rubbish. The microphone was awful. And it really detracts from the attention. So everything we're talking about here 
is all about grabbing people's attention and retaining the ten- attention throughout the whole interview. While we're talking, by the way, uh, you can ans- ask any questions here so you, th- that you have. So if you have a question, we have online interviews about the technology or you want to talk about what you should say in an interview, feel free to fire at us. It's kind of an open Uh, ended platform Uh, you can ask anything that you want and we can bring the question up on the stage so on that note so well we've talked about practicing the zoom you've given some really good examples on how to use your mobile phone as a camera Um, but the point is the visuals need to look decent and what i established there is that like the way your camera is i think eye height is good because it almost looks quite realistic you know agreed i think when you're on a laptop you're kind of like over the top of it and can actually be, be a little bit um um imposing i think sometimes a little bit in- yeah. intimidating so it's always best if you can to have it at eye height but of course if you have got a laptop it can be a little bit different unless of course you use something like your mobile phone or if you have another camera uh, to use yeah. as well yeah and i i like the way you said you've got a mount there as well so big thing for me is lighting and lighting is one of these things that before i was like oh my gosh that's too far i'm not interested and when we started doing these i never used any lighting or anything but this is lighting now let me turn them off see if it makes a big difference okay so so now let me turn it off so so immediately do you see the big difference there so exactly yeah so my face is and that's probably Maybe if I start an interview, that's okay. But immediately with lighting, I put that back on and it looks a bit better. Things are a little bit more crisp. And hopefully that what that's going to do is, is all these little things together, which is going to make the conversation more engaging because you're looking in the best light, you're sounding the best as possible, and your internet connection is good. That's the most important thing in online interviews, by far, because... You can say all the right things, but if someone can't actually hear you, it's a big problem. And the other statistic that I I read online, which is true, and it's more to do with YouTube. So people are more likely to watch a YouTube video where the video quality isn't as good, but the sound's okay. However, when the sound is bad, people disconnect within the first three seconds. And that's exactly the same with an interview. I think if you have not got the sound correctly set up, it doesn't, it, it will really cause a big problem to the interview. It will cause a massive distraction. And even if the sound is just okay, really, I think an interviewer or inter- uh, is going to be, is probably being polite. They're going to bear with it. But what you're doing is that you're actually frustrating them subliminally when they're trying to listen to you. And so they find that the interview is difficult and therefore that gets, that clouds someone's judgment. When they're talking about your interview and the feedback after they're like, well, I think Will was a nice guy. It was really difficult to understand him. I'm not really sure what he did in this project. And um, uh, we'll see, he's a maybe. That's that's a big blow, isn't it? That's not what we want. So um, this is what I would say is that we need, you need to constantly have a look at all these different vehicles and have a look at basically how you can how you can manipulate the situation. So we talked about uh, internet, we talked about audio, we talked about a video, we've talked about your room, 
making that's a you know making sure there's no distractions there and you practice the software so once you've got that the stage is ready okay so now as let's imagine you're the actor or you yourself you're the presenter of yourself you're you're the master of your own destiny okay first thing ask the employer okay what you are going to do that you need anything in particular to talk about so you should always send your cv and portfolio now it goes two ways i've seen it that in an online interview people are asked to present the cv okay and portfolio and more specifically the portfolio on zoom bringing it up on your desktop so another top tip is make sure you haven't got anything distracting on your desktop and as well as that it doesn't even need to be anything rude or anything like that. I'm not suggesting you're looking at naughty stuff when you have naughty files on there, but what you want to do is you want it to be a neutral professional environment. So anything like you catching big fishes with you in your t-shirt or say now your hobby is wrestling. We don't want you seeing you in wrestling there. We want to see you um, or just put a background with a piece of architecture picture. It's like when you're selling a house, you don't want too much of your current family because what happens is it detracts i'm not saying it's not okay to talk about that far from it it's good to have your personality in there but don't have a cluttered desktop with loads of files or you know because then you look cluttered you look disorganized you want a clean you want a clean desktop and get files ready because maybe you talk about your portfolio and imagine that the interviewer doesn't have your cv to hand so have the CV there just in case and have some more technical drawings and have stuff that could pop up because the conversation might flow in a certain way. And during the interview, you can say, we can go through the portfolio. And if there's anything in particular you want me to talk about in more detail, just raise your hand or say, you know, that you want to go into it. And then after you could say, I can show you an overview of the projects. However, if you want to talk about uh, the Ram Brewery project, in more detail, I have more technical files because you don't know which way the conversation is going to go and having access to those files would be great. But what you don't want to do during an online interview, Will, is kind of go, oh, yeah, I've got the Ram Brewery drawing somewhere. Bear with me. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to go, you know, for the C drive and then you go, oh, I really think it was here. Just one <laughs> second. And then you're clicking through and then you've got all these files and it's like, ah, so make sure every possibility is there ready. Um, what you might find as well is that due to the nature of online interviews, you have a little bit less control, as in you're on the online platform. It might be that the employer brings up your portfolio and asks you to talk about it, or they might ask you to go through it yourself. You really don't know. So it could be that the they have the file or you have the file. And so you need to uh, prepare for both scenarios. Always ask before the interview. Say if there's anything in particular. Ask the whoever's arranging the interview. So if it's the director, or the recruiter, or the um, receptionist or office manager. Say I'm really looking forward to the interview. Um, make sure you get the link before. Make sure it's all in the calendar. Make sure you have all the details from them. And say, is there anything in particular? That the, uh, that the interviewer wants me to bring. You should always ask that because they might say, for this role, 
technical details are really important so that you can go ahead and do that and you can present some extra stuff in the interview. The other Makes your thing, life a lot easier as well if you already know what they want to see and oh. you can just prioritize that completely. And yeah, then that can, way, you're not wasting their time with anything that's a little bit irrelevant. Yeah, ask if there's anything in particular you want to bring or any particular sector or project or any particular REBA stages because they might go, oh, well, this role would be for the residential team. So then you, what you can do is you know, prioritize examples of residential work to the front of the, the presentation. So that's a really good tip as well. What I was going to say, and don't worry if this happens, because you've sent your CV and portfolio, some employers on Zoom will talk one-on-one. They won't even uh, go into your portfolio. It can just completely vary because maybe they're reviewing part twos and they've seen your portfolio and it's great and they want a one-to-one conversation. So you can say to them at any point, I'm more than happy, if you want me to talk about the portfolio, we can bring everything up. I have the files here. But do not worry too much if you have a Zoom call and you don't necessarily go through your work on them. So there's many interviews that we've seen, Will, where especially the more senior you are, so if you're a part one or a part two graduate, you're more likely to talk through your work. But if you are, let's say, a contractor, or this is a contract role, and you've done, and the role is all about REBA stages three to four, and they're looking for a senior technician. It could be that they literally talk to you about all the times you've done that, uh, that role before, and they might talk to you about the current project and you might just have a heart-to-heart conversation in the interview about, I've done this, I've done this, I've done that, I've used Revit, these, these were my responsibilities on this role. If you look at my CV portfolio, you can see I worked on Ram Brewery, which was at stages two, three, four, and I did X, Y, Z. It could be the conversation enough, which gets you a job. So don't worry if you do not go on the CV, if you do not go through the portfolio in the traditional way that you would normally do in a face-to-face interview. It can go either way. So that's why in the, in the first quarter of this or half of this, however long we go on for, that's why I talked about the technology and being familiar with the systems because the more your mind is at ease using the software and the more you are making yourself presentable by manipulating your physical surroundings so that your digital interview is better, the more likely that's going to make you confident and put you in good standing so that when you do your interview, you're in the moment. And that's the main thing that is going to help you succeed in an online interview It's about truly listening to the conversation and having the stuff there to react to where the conversation flows. So having the files ready, having um, uh, everything uh, organized and having the desktop ready and clean and having your room beautifully set up and making sure that your internet doesn't crash because no one's downloading uh, Walking Dead season 10. You know, you've got to make sure everything is geared so that you can be completely in the moment. Because I am convinced that if you build a rapport or a sense of rapport in an online format, you're more likely to be memorable 
and you're more likely to get a job. Uh, Will, uh, that's kind of my theory on it. Uh, how do you? What do you think about? Uh, yeah, I mean, um, as you know, I pretty much agree a lot with what you say generally. Um, I think an interview uh, will either go well or not based on entirely the preparation that you do beforehand. Because ultimately, if you're prepared, it means you're prepared for any single particular question that gets thrown your way. And mm. at the end of the day, we can't give you a script on what to say in an interview because every interview is different. There is no script. Uh, each mm. practice has their own format of how they want to do the interview. So it's important to do all that preparation so that in an interview, you can quite comfortably answer any questions that come your way because you've done the prep work beforehand or you have your portfolio to hand so you can show that if they ask for it. Do the prep work. It's going to go a long way for the interview and ultimately um, help you get through that interview quite easily. You know, an interview will only be hard if you've not done the prep work for it. So very important. Don't dismiss it. I've done in the past where I feel like, oh, it's just an interview. I, you know, I can, I can wing it. Well, you can wing it, but you can only wing it if you've done the preparation beforehand. And um, ultimately, mm. you've got to, you've just got to have a, a good understanding of uh, what to expect from an interview and prepare for every eventuality Absolutely. that might come from it. Well said. So there we go. We'll get a clap on that. I think that was oh, thank you. Said. Did you hear my clap? Yeah. Does my soundboard? I, I had both. I had both claps. Yes. Yeah, I had, had an audience behind you. Yeah. And so, and the other thing is to prepare for something to happen. Okay. You need to be okay with things going wrong as well, because I mentioned earlier, try not to have a delivery during the interview well let's pretend we know what it's like i've got today amazon delivering some sticks from my plants will outside right <laughs> it's not really that important but amazon is like yep yeah, it's coming tomorrow you don't know really what time it's coming and we've done a few of these talks where the delivery man will come and so my current theory is that when stuff like that or a bit like the bbc video uh, that went viral yes you know where the guy was presenting and his kids walked in yeah the best thing he didn't do uh, the best thing he did was hold it together um you could see he was a bit nervous and quite rightly because he's on bbc however if your kids barge in or the amazon man does go uh, or your dog goes onto your lap i've seen an interview go really well with us where uh the person's dog came into the room sat on his lap and the employer who also was a dog owner loved it and they had the conversation keeping going so i i released a podcast on monday with uh laura simpkins from pride road and this was during the time when i was and you will see if you look back one or two of my videos i was in my living room well and there was so much going off amazon was coming because i was kitting out my house and it went during the interview and uh, Laura said, oh, should we stop and go again? And I'm like, no, let's keep going. We'll keep it in. And that's what I like is that if something does happen, just roll with it because it's human. But one of the things that when you're hiring someone is that you look for their ability to roll with the punches. You look for their ability Absolutely. to deal with problems. So if, for instance, your kid bursts in uh, in your interview, don't worry. 
be yourself, be a fantastic parent, say hello, and just say to the interviewer, give me one second, you know, you, and then you go, da, 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 you go, sorry about that, you deal with it. What you don't want to do is freak out and then not sure what to say to your kid or do any of this, or you don't want them to do any yeah. of that. And if the Amazon man comes, either you just laugh about it and you just say, I'll deal with this, or it can go away. You probably shouldn't pick the package up, but maybe what you could do in a calm, collected way is you could disarm the door ringing all the time you know yes and so that's what you want to do you want to roll with the punches i think it's good to acknowledge the problem if there is a problem because i think it it, it becomes more distracting if you try to avoid the problem because then that problem persists so it's best to just say like you said hold on good deal or something i'll back in one second yeah and this thing though if for no fault of your own i get this now and then in my house it's really frustrating when the internet dies it's really not ideal. Yeah. Try not to panic. I would, if my internet died, I know I'll get the surge. Right now, I'd feel frustrated, and it would take a while. But do you know what? It's happened. And the best thing I could do is just get uh, the computer ready, try to reset the router, and come back. You know, or if in the event your internet dies, think about it pragmatically. Think about it like, how can I solve this problem? I would probably ring in the office ring in the, the interviewer and say, I've got internet problems. As soon as this is back up, I will let you know. Or something, you know, or you drop them an email. Something. Think about it like problem solving. So these things will happen, but how you manage it is going to be really, really important. In terms of um, online interview, for the rest of it, just think about it exactly like um, a, an interview in person. So it, it's all about the conversation. It's all about presenting yourself well as well. So, I mean, I can wear, I can get away with wearing a hoodie because it's, oh, I, I always get it the wrong way around in this because I, I'm branding it. And, you know, right now we all know each other, we're online. I like to be presentable, but casual. However, if I, I was- I the beard as well. <laughs> yeah, you can get away with the beard. But what, if we're looking for an interview, of course you want to be yourself, but say now I'm, I'm looking at talking for the first time with a director of an architectural practice. The first thing I would do is do my research on him. The same as with any interview in person. What you do want to look for is stuff such as what they're wearing, okay? So I would always try and wear a shirt or as something respectable in an interview online uh, as well as in person. What you don't want to do is because it's online, just wear a t-shirt in your house or, and make sure your room's tidy. You don't want a, a ashtray full of cigarettes and all this stuff. You want to keep the room really neutral and pleasant. And hey, if it looks better, that's amazing because you're an architect. You want to kind of doll up the stage and you need to dress for the part as well. So, well, it's fine because you're, um, you're working, uh, this is your lunch break and you're working with me. I would be, and I'm sure both ways, if your boss was wearing a hoodie, I'm sure you'd be a bit like, oh, okay, maybe they're a funky company, but, you know, probably if I was interviewing you, I'd wear a shirt, right? Maybe one of my flowery shirts, because you know me. But if you rocked up and you were in your T-shirt and you were the candidate and I was the employer, I wouldn't be really impressed by that right now. Um, now, for all I care, you could be wearing your shorts I don't see that on the camera. Doesn't matter to me if you're wearing even your shorts or boxers, but the shirt is what I see. And you need to dress to impress. And so that stays exactly the same. 
Absolutely. We'll cover it next week. We'll go into a... I will talk next week and we'll go into it in more detail, talking about some of the things you should cover in a CV, uh, in an interview, such as how fast, how slow to go through your work, what to discuss, how to tell a story in the room, how to listen and engage. We will do all that. Okay, so that's next week. But the important bit with digital, because there's still online digital interviews right now, is to summarize, because I think we've covered most of it now. It's first of all, to make sure that the stage, your environment is geared in your favor. You so that you've rehearsed the software, you know it. You've, you've made sure that the lighting is favorable. You made sure that the acoustics are great. They're insulated and there's no distractions there. You make sure that your microphone works. You make sure your microphone works. You make sure that the camera looks presentable. And Will had a great idea. One of the suggestions we talked about was using your existing camera, buying like a five quid app and plugging it into your computer with a USB cable. Have a look into that. Um, or using a webcam or anything which doesn't look like 2005. You're pixelated or... Yeah. And, and above all, the video is important, but the sound is crucial. Make sure, if you can, to try and use a microphone. It's my number one tip. You can buy a USB microphone, condenser microphone. It looks intimidating, but it really isn't like this now. And it makes such a difference. It makes such a difference. Whereas if you're on your laptop and you're in a room and you're a bit further away, and the sound is echoey because the 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 interviewer is blasting into the room and you're saying stuff back, it's going to cause a bit of a, a feedback loop on audio. It's going to be really distracting. The other top tip that we haven't mentioned, but let's just touch upon it briefly, is if you can, wear headphones. The reason I do it that is so that you do not hear echo from Will's voice in the room. And that can be extremely off-putting to the person who's listening if they hear their own voice. When that happens to me on a call, I do not concentrate on anything that you say, Will. I'll concentrate on my own voice. It's extremely, yeah. extremely off-putting. So those are the things that I can think about in terms of audio and visual. We talked about as well, making sure that all your CV and portfolio, all the documents are there ready. You're going to clean up your desktop in case you've got to show your screens and you don't want cluster the files and you don't want something too emotive. It's okay if you're a family man or a family lady and you put something there, but you want it a little bit neutral at the start. And again, I use the analogy of if you're a wrestler, probably shouldn't post that there. Talk about it in your interview, but anything which is too controversial, leave it out. Okay. You want to keep the focus on you, the conversation and the work. And as well as that, you're going to mention to your employer, you're going to ask them in particular if there's anything that they want to see. You're going to say, would you like me to bring my CV portfolio? Is there anything in particular you want me to cover? Okay. And then once they've got that, then you're going to get that ready. And what else are we going to do? You're going to make sure that you've got no distractions there. And if anything in particular uh, pops up, you're going to roll with the punches and you're going to move on and you're going to turn off your phone. You're not going to do anything. You're going to make sure that you're not 
got any noises in the background, scrolling mouses and other stuff and uh, everything there because that's distracting and you're going to make sure that your phone's on silent and everything's going to go ahead as normal. So that's what I think. So be in charge uh, and take accountability for your environment and manipulate it the best you can. Make sure you've got all the files there. Turn off your phone, try to avoid distractions, but if they pop up, roll with it as well and be able to adapt in the conversation. If they want to talk just about yourself, then fantastic. If the if they want to talk about your work and they haven't got the file in front of them, make sure you've got the file in front of them. Or if they want you to present the work, then go for it. So that really is our thoughts on interviews online. Will, do you have any comments? Um, one last thing we haven't mentioned, um, which mm-hmm. is not really prep work. It's more of during the interview, which doesn't really apply to face to face. And that's, um, that's being able to be comfortable with pausing and listening because sometimes oh, yeah. there's often a delay and mm-hmm. then often it can cause people to, uh, talk over each other. We've seen it all in our, in, in zoom meetings within the mm-hmm. companies, you know, sometimes it's quite often for people to talk over each other accidentally. So be yeah. comfortable with pausing to allow that person to uh, be able to hear what has been said and then respond as well. So just be comfortable with that. And that's what I would, that's really the only thing different in an online interview compared to a face-to-face interview that I would do. Um, of course, mm-hmm. it's important to still listen and pause in a face-to-face interview, but it's to a lesser extent in comparison but everything else with an online interview it's all about prep, the prep work um more more so about the prep work than anything else i think just yeah. because we're just because we're unfamiliar with it it's not something we've inherently been told to uh, being coached on how to do we're all very familiar with face-to-face interviews online it's a little bit more different so that's why you got to focus more on the prep work and in some ways there's an advantage being online like you said you can influence you can influence the stage and um, it's one of the benefits of being an online interview, in my opinion. Yeah, really well said. I love that fact of pausing and being okay with the conversation, having gaps. And if there's unfortunately a delay on the other person's end, then just navigate that and just do do what you can. I think that's really, really helpful. Have we missed anything else, Will, at all? Any other points? Uh, let's have a look at my notes. I haven't really been... Ah, do you know do you know what while we're here anyone has any questions before we go i'll leave this open for one or two minutes any questions now is the time uh, because we're coming near the end but on that point think of some questions online we will talk about this in how to prepare for an interview next week but make sure you do have questions and the other bit i want you to think about is just because the interview is online do not treat it any differently to an interview in person afterwards still chase up for feedback exactly like you would do for an interview and ask questions in there and also do not be afraid to talk about situations which are relevant to covid or currently working back in the office and do ask about those questions and and because i think it's very important so that you understand what what's happening whether they're gearing to go back to the office as soon as possible whether they want people to work remotely and we can cover a lot of those points next week as well so great i think we've covered a lot there's no more questions here so on that note i think what we will do now is we will wrap this up for this week 
I hope that's been helpful. We will be back next week with interview tips and techniques which apply in person and some online as well. But that's more the nitty gritty of uh, influencing an interview and covering all the points you need to to leave a good impression. Great. Thank you. So on that note, what have I got? I've got um, wedding bells noise to play that. So yeah. I don't know why, but there you go. That's a different wedding bells than we had earlier. <laughs> there you this go. Is, this, this is when Hopefully you get the well. job. Yeah. <laughs> and the marriage in there. Then. Thank you, everyone. Amazing. Have a good week. Take care. Fantastic. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye.